Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will. 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% reason to remember the name. He doesn't need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's... There it is! And for the first time, since 2009 and 7th overall the Tigers can say we are champions well the SEC does it again the SEC West does it again and LSU does it again hello everybody I'm Wes Moore glad you're with us and Welcome to Maumelle Country Club. Today we are live. It's the Fearless Friday High School Football Coaches Golf Tournament. And it's going to be another fun acre free zone. Glad you're with us. Christian Weaver back in the studio. Christian, how is everything? How's, how, first of all, how does I sound okay? Uh, good audio level? Normally, you know, I get to come on the morning show and uh, talk to those guys and kind of tease the show and work out any kinks with the uh, microphone or the audio. But, you know, th- today they just ignore me. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sitting here. I'm like, hello? Hey, so, hey guys. Oh, it was like us with uh, John Neighbors, I guess. Yeah. You. Oh. <laughs> no, John wasn't there yesterday. John was off. Okay. Yeah, us with Joe Franklin. Anyway, yeah. um, and Joe was, I was told Joe was supposed to be, he was going to be at the country club with me. No, he actually stayed in the studio yesterday, and he came in. But we were talking uh, to Cliff Harris, so he's like, "No, nah, it's good." So uh, completely understandable. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, they had they had Pat on, so they they just totally ignored me. Yeah, I get it. Um, yeah. Anyway, it does sound I get it a, too. I'm I'm just giving them a hard time. It does sound a little uh, echoey, maybe. Echo. But it's well, not too yeah, bad. It's I'm not in a big bad. ballroom. Yeah, so that's probably it, it. And I'm kind of loud, and my voice is bouncing off the wall. I guess I can talk a little. Ooh, I can talk a little quieter, and, and maybe it won't be so loud. Is that better when I don't yell? Yeah, you go Bob Ross mode. I think that'll work. Man, I got. I'm excited. Th- th- today's a great day. You know, yesterday was awesome. Uh, being at the uh, Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame golf tournament, and with the, I mean, the, uh, yesterday's show was so much fun. Cliff Harris, Matt Harris, Phil Elson, uh, Coach Z, Norm DeBryan, Buck James. I mean, it was just guest after guest after guest, and and and, and uh, uh, Coach uh, Neighbors was there. And I, I never could get him on. He was supposed to be there at 1230, and I was like, we'll get Coach Neighbors on here. And then we had Matt and Cliff, and I never saw Coach Neighbors until it, it was over yesterday. So uh, it was a uh, a great day uh, at the uh, country club. I mean, it, a little warm, but, you know, it's summer. And I know people are like, ah, oh, you can't believe you're playing golf. I'm like, well, it's summer. You know, it's 90-something degrees. Um <laughs> but we're fine. We're in a golf cart. We're golf cart. We're in the shade most of the time, and we're playing golf. I'm not complaining about that. There's, you know, I'm not going to be mad about playing golf in the heat. You have guys out there and ladies working in the heat, so I'm not complaining about that. And I had an awesome time with the fence brokers. Big thanks to Chris Walker for having me on his team. Uh, Fence Brokers does a lot for the radio station, and they were doing a lot yesterday for uh, the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. But uh, fantastic team. Uh, Lyle Middleton uh, covered his daughter at Valonia, John Charles, Jeff Campbell, Roland Pennington. I've known Roland for years, and you hear him on the buzz. He used to do a lot of football for the buzz. But we had a great team. Christian, I'm I'm a decent golfer. Um, I don't know that we ever used one of my drives or iron shots, and and I was hitting fairways. I was hitting. I had. I didn't hit my irons well yesterday. My team was so good. They were so good. I mean, time after time, we're in the fairway. We're on the green. We shot 13 under, and honestly, we should should have shot 19 under. We should have been in contention to win it. We we couldn't putt. And that's my fault. That's my strength of my game. I think I had lipped out five times or hit the lip five times. We had six birdie putts, three of them probably within 10 feet that we missed. 
and three more about 15 feet that we missed. And it's just it, it snake bit. After a while, it just would not go in the hole. And then we, we made some bomb, you know, 30-footers. We're like, well, goodness, why can't we make these but not the short ones? It was crazy. What, but what, was, the winning, day. what was the winning score? I think it was 19, oh. 18, 19. I can't remember. I, I mean, honestly, you know, once we turned into 13, I knew we weren't going to win. So I didn't really look at the score, scorebook uh, or score, at the final sta- uh, standings. Um, we just went in. We ate and uh, uh, all talked about the round. And they gave away door prizes, great door prizes yesterday. And they do it right. If you haven't ever played in the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame golf tournament, I'd encourage you to get signed up for next year. Uh, they got spots, you know, because they play morning. They play afternoon. They're playing both courses at uh, Chanel Country Club. I know they have room in the mornings for more teams if you want to. Uh, we had 30 teams yesterday afternoon. Um, on both courses, so it, it is. It's a very fun golf tournament, and I'd encourage you to get involved in that. All right. So last night, I got home from the golf tournament and turned on the LSU game, and we were watching it at the uh, country club. And Florida jumps out, and then LSU has this big second inning, and I thought, oh, we're we're about to have a shootout. You know, both teams maybe it may take ten. Well, it did take ten runs to, or it did not take ten runs to win it. But uh, I was. Honestly, I was disappointed when I got back to the house. Uh, I turned it on, and it was just, uh, it wasn't a great game. We had such an awesome College World Series up until the last two games. I mean, one-run games, dramatic games, walk-off home runs, extra inning games, and then Florida blows out LSU in game two, and then LSU turns around, blows out uh, the Florida Gators in game three. And who would have thought Paul Skeens doesn't even pitch? In fact, if you'd have told me that yesterday, I would have said, well, it's probably because LSU blows them out. Because if Florida's got a chance and they've got a big rally and they're putting runners on, they need somebody to come in and settle the game, they're going to put in Paul Skeens. It turns out they didn't need him. They did not need him yesterday. And LSU did what they do best or did for most of the year best, and that's hit the ball. Very good lineup. It made me go back and look at the games that Arkansas played against LSU. Of course, Arkansas beat LSU twice when Paul Skeens was pitching. Never handed him the loss, but they were, you know, able to beat uh, LSU in extra innings down in Baton Rouge on that Friday night, and then they or Friday afternoon actually they moved the game due to the weather. And then in the SEC tournament, where both teams were very careful with their starting pitchers and didn't didn't leave them in there a long time, and so they, you know, Arkansas was able to come back and beat LSU for game two, but you, or for the uh, in the SEC tournament. But you go back and look at game two and game three, LSU bashed the ball against Arkansas. I remember those games and just that lineup, and that's what stuck out to me: how impressive they were. One through nine in that lineup, so deep and, and hit in, with the hitters, and that's what we saw for a lot of the season. And then you saw last night. This was a very good hitting team. The talent on that team, they they were number one for half of the year for a reason, and that was because the schemes, the lineup, and they, the way they hit the ball. Then they ran into a problem with the pitching and the bullpen. And then they figured it out. You you, you got to tip the cap to the Johnson Johnson and Johnson. Uh, the, the head coach, pitching coach, they did a fantastic job of figuring out who their guys were and, and helping some of the guys that were struggling. And uh, they became very reliable pitchers down the stretch. And yesterday, that's part of the story again, to slow down those Florida bats and then allow their hitters to take control of the game. So, uh, you know, bittersweet watching uh, another SEC West team win for the third straight year. An SEC West team wins the College World Series. You got Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and now LSU. And uh, you go back in 2019, no, of course, no uh, season in 2020 or no College World Series in 2020. In 2019, Vanderbilt won it. And then, yeah, you got 2018. So, right there in the thick of it, Arkansas is. And I, some, the biggest news of the day that I saw was Tennessee's flamethrower. Was it Chase Burns? He's entered the portal. I mean, when I saw the news this morning, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. He He's a sophomore uh, and was lights out down the stretch. He was in the starting rotation for Tennessee, and he uh, lost his spot. He was ineffective, bad numbers, huge ERA. They moved him to the bullpen, and he was lights out. And it all started the series against Arkansas. When Tennessee came here, he came in out of the bullpen, and I think through five shutout innings, five-plus shutout innings, 
and they left him in the role, that role for the rest of the season, and he was very, very good, very effective, but now he's in the portal, and he is the number one guy in the portal. Uh, there will be teams all over trying to get him. But to to leave Tennessee, that, that, that was surprising to me. He's a Tennessee kid, Gallatin, Tennessee. I looked that up. I was like, well, maybe he's wanting to go back home and pitch some, you know, closer to home. He's a Tennessee kid. Uh, all, I have no idea. Uh, you know, if it, these days the first thing that comes to your mind is he wants to get paid, right? He wants an NIL deal. He uh, or maybe he's unhappy because of what happened this year with Tennessee, being you know taken out of the out of the starting lineup as a weekend pitcher and going to the bullpen. I, I don't know, but it's, that's one to watch. You know, last year there were uh, LSU racked up on the transfer portal, and honestly, that's that's the number one thing that came to my mind was like, oh, LSU's going to go after him. They're going to get him. He's going to get paid just like you know Skeens, Tommy White. They did a great job in the portal. And uh, those guys were a huge part of their success this season. I mean, they had great players already at LSU, but to add some of those guys out of the portal that that they did, that led to their success this season. And now you got to wonder if the the kid from Tennessee Burns where he's going to wind up. And uh, you know, I, I yeah, I would have to put LSU at the top of the list. I wonder about Wes Johnson at Georgia. You know, would he's well thought of respected pitching coach and then i gotta throw arkansas in the mix in, in the mix i mean he w- he came to fayetteville he saw three games you remember how that the attendance was for that game those three games maybe that's attractive to him the facilities and the <coughs> matt hobbs maybe matt hobbs is you know um a guy that he would like to pitch for so that is a name to watch in the portal that is something to keep an eye on uh uh, in the next uh, month or so, while uh, you know you got the major league baseball draft coming up, and rosters will be changing, and coaches will try to figure out what next year's next fall's roster is going to look like. Um, but that's the name right now in the portal to keep an eye on. All right, we're going to take your phone call six six one one zero three seven. I'm going to try to do a better job on the text line. Yesterday we were so uh, full, and I, I was reading some of them, and I meant to get to them, and I never did, and that that's on me. Uh, Christian, if you will keep an eye on the uh, on on things back there, and you'll have to let me know. I, I can't get the call board up for some reason today, so uh, let me know if we have a call or just interrupt me if you want to, and uh, we'll get somebody in and not leave them on hold. I know it was Jake yesterday that was sat on hold forever. I, I didn't know, so just uh, you can text me or you can interrupt me and just tell me we got somebody on uh, on that wants to jump on here. We also had Eric Musselman speak yesterday, and we're going to have Dave Van Horn yes, uh, today. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that because he's going to talk a little bit about the uh, Major League Baseball draft coming up and some of the guys that they have, uh, high school kids signed, and what, you know, what he thinks is going to happen with those guys. And then, of course, some of the current, or the, you know, the guys that played for Arkansas, where they'll go in the draft. So he's going to talk a little bit about the roster management and uh, have a, a look at the, this team. So... Um, that'll be fun to hear from Coach Van Horn today, and we'll have that on the show for you tomorrow. But yesterday we had uh, Coach Mosselman speaking with the media and kind of gave us an update on uh, some of the things uh, that's go- going on in the offseason with him. And let's start with Coach Mosselman just kind of looking back at the NBA draft and his three guys. It's great for a program when one player gets uh, drafted, let alone when you, know, when you have a, a lottery pick, a, a first-round pick, and and then an early second round pick, and then you add in the fact that all three were one and dones. Um, all three players, you know, a, a freshman season here. Um, so, you know, a, a, a great day for everybody. You know, Coach Smart got the opportunity to be in Dallas with uh, with the Walshes, and then obviously, um, you know, my family and, and, and a bunch of support staff people were able to to be in New York and, and, and Brooklyn with, with Nick and and Anthony, so just a, just a phenomenal day, and then really, really happy that Ricky Council um, got his two-way immediately after the draft that showed the commitment uh, by Philly and the excitement that the Sixers have in in Ricky, and, and um, you know, close to a historic day, but certainly one that uh, was historic on this year's draft because, you know, we, we had the most players selected in the draft, and um, for all three of those guys to be freshmen really make it special. 
That is such a uh, great recruiting tool for Coach Mosselman for uh, 2024, 2025, 2026. You think of uh, some of these. I mean, it's the best of both worlds. He went out and got a great freshman recruiting class, right? Uh, he signed five, got three of them, three McDonald's All-Americans, and all three, one and done. Uh, they're getting paid. So that shows the top-level high school kids. You go to Arkansas, you will get drafted. You can get drafted. There's a, uh, a very, you, you have the opportunity in front of you. It's what you do with this opportunity. You have that chance to get drafted, lottery pick, first-round pick. Or in Jordan Wallace's case, it's a high second-round pick. Or if you're a transfer, he now has that history of taking guys and putting them in the NBA. And uh, Ricky Council signing a two-way contract with 76ers is huge. He was gobbled up very quickly after the draft. And uh, now he is going to be on an NBA roster with the 76ers or in the G League. So this is something now they can go to the whatever recruit. It's a transfer or if it's a top-level high school kid, they can show them, we will get you into the NBA or give you a chance to play professionally in the NBA. The, it's the, the best of both worlds. The Martins at Nevada were also transfers. They came in from NC State, by the way. Perfect, right? And a history. That's that's what he's showing, a history. He talked about Trevin Brazil yesterday, and he was also a transfer, and Musk thinks he would have been in that green room had he stayed healthy. If he would have stayed healthy, you know, I think he would have been in the green room, to be honest with you. You know, I, I, you know, it was a, it was a devastating injury for him and our team. You know, certainly he's got an incredible future ahead of him. Uh, rehab is going great. Um, you know, I don't like to use the term, you know, way ahead of schedule because with us, the schedule is going to stay the same no matter what. The strength, the testing, um, he's in a great spot, um, but we're not going to rush him back. We are going to get him ready to play in November, and uh, that's all we're focused on. But I will tell you, he did run the mile with our team, and he beat some guys. Uh, he made his time the very first time he ran the mile, and uh, I, you know, I think if some if a head coach is telling you that he ran the mile and and uh, and and beat some players and 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 made his time uh, the first time that that that's a really, really good sign. Thanks to uh, Richard Davenport. He just sent me his uh, uh, link to his story in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and he talked to Paul Bianacardi. Is that how you say it, Bianacardi? Something like uh, ESPN's National Recruiting Director. And he said, quote, anytime you recruit kids and they move on to the NBA, whether they're one and done or four-year players, it really helps you recruit the next wave of players trying to get there. He goes on to say, I thought they had tremendous success with two first-round picks in Jordan Walsh. I guess there's a question if Jordan came back, could he have improved the situation? From, but from my perspective, a guy like him, yes. It's kind of looked like he wanted to get in there and get the ball rolling. And he goes on to say, I think the great story is Anthony Black. He was not on uh, a circuit and kind of came up through the ranks by his game and not by the names around him and finished uh, in the top 20 of the class and in one year. Coach Muss, and then with Coach Muss, it just exploded on him. Thanks, Richard. Um, yeah, that's kind of exactly what I was saying. This is huge uh, for future recruiting to to show all the different guys what what they can do with this program and how they can get them into the next level. Uh, we'll hear from Coach Musselman some more uh, comments from him throughout the show today. Of course, during the Red White Report, we got Pat Bradley. I think he's coming by here, Christian. I think he's going to come to Maumelle Country Club and hang out for a little bit. Uh, Brian Hendricks will be in, uh, right? Is Brian today? I do not believe so, no. Not this okay. week. Okay. Uh, not this week. Okay. Uh, so um, uh, that'll be that'll free up some time for some high school coaches. Uh, we've got all kinds of coaches here. Quad Sanders, the new head coach at Bryant. Anthony Robinson, Central's new head coach, is uh, going to be here. Uh, see Tommy Gillerin from Lake Hamilton. Jim Withrow, Todd Escola, Brian Moffin at Maumelle. Uh, we got Mills, Mayflower, Sylvan Hill, Star I mean, we got coaches from all over the state coming here today to play in the Fearless Friday High School Football Coaches Golf Scramble. So we'll get those guys on, talk a little high school football today. Of course, we're going to talk college baseball, the College World Series. Let me clear uh, this up. I, I got uh, on the text line, somebody sent me this. This is uh, from somebody in Tennessee, uh, the big orange insider. He said, now, 
He he reported it doesn't have a timestamp on it, but he says Chase Burns is expected to stay at Tennessee for the 2024 season. Burns was supposedly offered a six-figure NIL deal from LSU and Vanderbilt, but a Tennessee donor was able to step up this weekend to keep him in Knoxville. Knoxville, but apparently that is old because I uh, just uh, clicked on uh, some uh, the latest news, which was two hours ago. Chase Burns has officially entered the transfer portal. D1 Baseball has learned. This is from Kendall Rogers. He struck out 114 in 72 innings. He is the most high-profile player in the portal. And Wes Rucker, who covers Tennessee, says Burns doesn't need Tennessee baseball because he'll be a first-round pick next year either way. Tennessee baseball doesn't need Chase Burns because it recruits at a high level every year. But this is still so sad and so stupid. The most mind-boggling transfer I've ever seen. That was from Wes Rucker. So... To me, Burns is gone. He's in. He is in the portal. And from the the tweet, the original tweet, sounds like Vanderbilt and LSU are the teams to watch. Six figure NIL deal, Tennessee kid. I'd give an edge to Vanderbilt, but I would never count out LSU. If that's what they, if they want to pay top dollar for that guy, maybe he's their Paul Skeens next year. And yeah, like you said, they have that history. It's like they brought in Paul Skeens, and now he's. Maybe number one overall pick, so maybe this guy sees that. He's like, I want to go to LSU. Kind of like I was just talking about with Musselman. Right. Yeah, but it's LSU that's showing the transfer. Come here, work with us. You'll be a, maybe the number one pick in the draft next year. And you'll get paid nicely next year. All right, we'll take our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Fearless Friday. We'll take some phone calls. I'll hit the text line. We're just getting started. You're in the zone. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. This is Sports Center. The LSU Tigers took it on the chin in game number two of the College World Series. Courtesy of the Florida Gators, they return that favor in the third and final game. LSU is your 2023 College World Series champion thanks to an 18-4 win over Florida last night. They were down 2-0. They scored six runs in the second, four in the fourth. It was all Tigers from then on out, adding eight more runs in the process. Once again, 18-4 your final. LSU finishes the season 54-17 and overall to claim national title number seven in their program's history. LSU pitcher Paul Skeens was named the tournament's most valuable player. He did not have to throw a single pitch in the final series. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Courtney Ballantyne here for The Butcher Shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for The Butcher Shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The Butcher Shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month. What are we waiting for? Let's go to The Butcher Shop Steakhouse for lunch and dinner. Have you been outside recently and you have that pain in your back or your shoulder, maybe even in your knee? Well, why don't you get rid of it? Take your life back. Go check out my friends over at QC Kinetics today. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. You know, I had a friend call me the other day, and he says, you know, I've got some really bad back pain. And he goes, I I just don't have time to to be out of work and not be able to do what I do every day. And I told him, I said, you need to call my friends over at QC Kinetics. So he did. He went through the free consultation. And the next thing you know, he calls me. He says, you know what? My back is feeling amazing. If you're that same guy or gal and you've got that nagging pain in your back, your knees, your shoulders, just call QC Kinetics today. They use the latest advances in regenerative medicine, taking your own body's healing agents and concentrating them right to where the pain is. The best part, no invasive surgery, no harmful drugs, and no downtime. Give QC Kinetics a call today for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. 
and it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards food giant deli. This week's special is orange chicken for only $7.49 per pound, paired with vegetable fried rice for just $4.99 per pound. Justin Acre for Guatney Chevrolet, and summertime is the right time to go get a deal from Guatney Chevrolet. Let's be honest, 24-7-365 is the time to get a deal at Guatney Chevrolet, but they do have some great deals going on summer inventory. Up to $7,500 off on new Silverados in stock with a 2009 or newer traded. Get $2,000 off in stock 2023 Equinox. Big fan of that vehicle. Plenty of room for the family and great gas mileage too. Plus rates on everything new in stock as low as 6.99% with approved credit. 5.9% as well on 72 months for Silverados when you finance with GM. There's also great pre-owned vehicle options at Guatney Chevrolet. There are so many reasons to go see our friends right there in Jacksonville, conveniently located from the capital city or anywhere in Arkansas or in fact the world that you can drive from to get to Guatney Chevrolet. The deals are worth it. Great inventory in stock and much more coming in all the time. Also a great website where you can see all their inventory, new and pre-owned at GuatneyChevrolet.com. Go by and see our friends up in Jacksonville. You're back in the zone. You know, we disagree on things from time to time, but one thing's for sure. I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan. <laughs> what do they say now here? Woo, pigs. Now, let's root for those hogs and stay tuned yeah, to the man, zone. Man. She slammed that door, she broke my heart That girl so got out of town fast She bounced, so I bounced in here Trying to bounce back Ooh, I know I Welcome back to uh, Mumel Country Club It's the Fearless Friday High School Football Coaches Golf Tournament Kerry Maddox, the uh, head pro here at Mumel Is that just your title now, just head pro? Hmm. Golf he, professional. Golf. PGA head golf professional. Okay, it's even better, but I mean, to make it sound good. You do so much. I, I, ought to, I ought to make you like CEO. Oh, that'd be nice. Run yeah. this thing. Yeah. How, how are things here? Uh, things are good. You know, we've had a uh, another interesting year um, weather-wise, which it seems like for the last gosh since nineteen we had the flood. You know, we've been dealing with weather. We had a storm blew through, uh, blow through the other night. Uh, Sunday night, I guess it was, and lost a couple, two or three trees. So that kind of takes a lot of manpower off of the daily routine and and uh, getting those out of the way and cleaned up. But they, our crew does a great job. Uh, Lance Norwood's our superintendent, does just a fabulous job getting getting the course ready for play. Any trees go down that the members are happy about? You know, there's always you that know, one or two trees. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't no, wait for that one, one to go. Well, one was behind the green, so it wasn't really bothering anything. And then the other one, the other two were smaller, just kind of out of the way. So unfortunately, none of the none of the main trees are gone. What's the What's the one tree everybody wants like down? The Eisenhower tree. Well, we used to have these Bradford pears, these three Bradford pears on 18. And a few years ago, we had uh, you know after the flood, we had to kind of redo the back nine bunkers. So we redesigned and put a fairway bunker on 18. And the Bradford pears came down. I think we had a ceremony. Like most all the members were out there helping, you know, with the chainsaw, getting rid of those suckers. Because they, they would grab your golf ball and throw it anywhere. You you had a uh, you had volunteers for that. Oh one. yeah, they were ready for them to go. But yeah. but it sure it made the hole better because now we got the bunker on the right side and and you can drive up the left and if you're a long hitter, kind of get through the dog leg. But it's uh, but yeah, those were glad to be gone. What's the uh, next big event out here? You know, we've got uh, we've got a pretty good Fourth of July. We don't have a, an event. We'll just have a lot of play. You know, uh, y'all's event today, and we've got a ladies' event tomorrow. Uh, uh, Little Rock City play comes in once a year. Uh, senior group on Thursday, and then then we kind of uh, don't really have anything to the classic. So that's that's our one of our premier biggest events of the year. So that's coming up July 14th, 15th, 16th. So we can focus on that after the fourth weekend. Is that earlier, or is that the normal? Uh, spot? Yeah, it kind of bounces back between the. Between the, the, I guess that the third, second, third weekend seems like that's a little bit, maybe a week earlier than it was last year, but kind of have to fit into the the, the schedule, you know, overall and everything. But uh, so maybe just a little bit earlier. Depends on where the calendar falls that year. Who uh, do you have uh, already players signing up? You got any yeah, names? Yeah, we've got a great signups going great. So I was going to encourage everybody that wants to play get signed up. You know, uh, we probably have. If I counted right, uh, eight states represented already. Uh, our defending champ Connor Adams coming back, and and you know our open division has has really turned out or turned into a, a lot of college players. So they come in and play, and they go back and tell their their uh, you know teammates and everything about it. Uh, the uh, Greg uh, over at the uh, 
College Golf Association over in Oklahoma has really helped us out in promoting it and getting to the college coaches, and they filter down to their players. So it's that's really helped out our our open division. So it'd be, it'd be another great field. Why do you think it's been uh, taken off and been such a su- success year after year? You know, it's it's a lot. I would say you know. Our, our our membership gets behind it. The community supports its sponsorships. We have a lot of volunteers. Uh, Metro Appliances and Moore's our sponsor this year, uh, and they've helped us out, you know, throughout the years. Uh, so the players know when they come what they're going to get. The you know a good golf course, uh, be well taken care of, and we try to make it, you know, to tour event for them if we you know as, as best we can as far as taking care of them and and uh, and then and, you know just seeing the. The folks, um, you know, the scores, the the member volunteers that are scoring mm-hmm. in the scoring tent, you know, and they just develop those relationships over the years, so they know they can come back and and uh, we'll take good care of them. How was the course? Course is like you said, it's uh, it's in good shape. Uh, we've we've had some much needed rain. I think we went three weeks or so without mm-hmm. rain, so uh, it, it, we got probably I don't want to say too much, but you know, we, those last couple of rain events were pretty pretty good. Uh, so it's it's uh, it's nice and green again. Uh, you know, our course is longer, so it's kind of designed to play a little faster. So now that there's there's a lot of grass, or you know, out in the fairways, it plays a little bit longer. Uh, you know, but heck, we could probably go another. You never know when we're going to get rain again after that. But uh, the greens are coming along really good. From the, uh, you know, we had such a harsh winter. Uh, you know, our number one green has been battling back. The front part of it kind of. Got a little damage, but it's coming back, uh, looking good, uh, and the and the rest of the course is is really good. Since we did redid the back bunkers uh, after the flood, that's really good. I mean the the back nine. I never got your thoughts on the U.S. Open and uh, the final round and the names that were there. What did you think of the the U.S. Open? Oh, it was it was great. Well, uh, just a, a fun finish. Uh, the uh, the uh, you know what I, I was thinking about the PGA Championship. You're talking about the LA the US yeah. Open just happened. I'm sorry, my mind went back to the the PGA because I had so much fun watching that one. Uh, that was uh, you know what a cool place to have it uh, out in LA. I love it because the finish is in the evening. You know, being a golf pro, I'm working all day. Yeah, I can get home and uh, and and watch it, and I have to watch it on record. So you know, just uh, you know, I, I got to say. I was probably uh, pulling for Fowler there for a little bit. Yep. Uh, you know, it always, you know, it ends, it ends well. And once you hear more about that, play, uh, Wyndham Clark, the player, you know, then you start. Okay, I'm, I can pull for him. Uh, that that series uh, on Netflix is really gets you some behind the scenes, yep. some, some storylines. I like, to, you know, see the stories and hear about the guys and, uh, you know, then the superstars. But you kind of have to dig in there to see what they're about and then start pulling for them but but it was a good 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 event always is i did the same thing with netflix i started watching it and they, they had a, a kind of a episode or part of an episode on uh, thigala and yeah. just his upbringing yeah. and uh, the work ethic and I, I, I find myself now scanning what did he shoot this what yeah. did he shoot yesterday yeah. and, and that's kind of where i've had to get to when it, when tiger was playing i watched all the time uh, you know, Phil, all those guys. But now that, you know, I mean, we still have some superstars, but now you just kind of got to, if you just sit down and watch it over a weekend, you'll start picking up on the guys. Uh, you know, my assistants, they keep up a lot more than me, so they'll tell me, I'll say, who's that guy? You know, then you start watching and realize, man, he's, you know, he's an awesome player, and obviously to get on the tour, but uh, but that show, you know, Joel Damon, that, that, yeah. that episode was great. His caddy's awesome. I was... Uh, uh, driving back from Mississippi the other day and, and listened to a podcast. That guy's had the record for most holes played in a week. Uh, the the Guinness Book of World Records. He he held it for. It was like, uh, gosh, how many holes was it? I can't remember. But but he held it for a while and finally somebody came and beat it. But but it was a crazy to hear him tell the story and how how he had to go about doing it. But he had to have people watching, you know, uh, scores and everything. But. But that 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 group, that, those two guys right there are hilarious. With the U.S. Open, I started the day rooting for Ricky Fowler, and then yeah. you know you, you saw he didn't have it and he wasn't going to win. I started kind of pulling for Rory, and yeah. then after Wyndham Clark, a couple of those up and downs and some of the oh, yeah. chip shots and some of the clutch shots, the the uh, second uh, the approach shot on the par five. I just started rooting for the kind of the underdog, the no-name guy, and then they start telling more about Wyndham Clark, his story, his mother, and then I'm sucked in. I'm like, I'm all in on Wyndham Clark. Yeah, when he got in that bunker on that par five, you know, and 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 you know, kind of 
almost, I guess, whiffed it or whatever. And then I said, oh, this here we go, turning point. But then he got him down, made bogey. I said, oh, he's he's going to do it. And, and he sure did. But um, I listened to Padraig's, uh I listened to uh, several podcasts, but Padraig Harrington was on one, and he's been playing really good. He said those are the best. He literally said those are the best ch- uh, major greens he's ever put it on. And I'm like, I could, I, he said it twice, too. So I was really kind of shocked, uh, but I mean it looked good and all, but I, I can't say by watching it. I thought they were the best. But I love the West Coast golf like you. Oh, um, yeah. Prime time golf until ten o'clock at night yeah. or you know nine thirty on that's awesome. I mean yeah. I wish, and I know that would mean all your events out on the West Coast and you know the, you're leaving out the East and that people wouldn't like that. But if yeah. we could get more of that, more, I think it's great. That yeah. would be great for golf. I had trouble staying up on on Saturday night. I guess it was they moved it up a little bit Sunday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was ten o'clock. So that's your bedtime. You could... But it wasn't a little bit pat, did it? It I felt like it, was, it did. I think it was I right at a 10. long day at work. <laughs> yeah, I think so. The, the course were you okay with the course? There were some rumblings early because of the big numbers, but I thought by yeah. Sunday it was playing like a U.S. Open. Yeah, a typical U.S. Open course. They they uh, they they kind of changed to where they like to see how it goes and then and then set it up accordingly, right? Don't mm-hmm. just go in all in on the first day and make it brutal, you know. So they kind of did, and the players took advantage of it. But but then it, you, you're right. Then par became a good score and. But the greens were putting so good, you could you just couldn't get close enough to make the putt. I mean, he had a yeah. long putt. So, but uh, no, I th- I I think it's a, a a good, fair, fun test to watch. Let me get your thoughts on eighteen. I, that's the only complaint I had. The fairway on eighteen was was Why? huge. Yeah. I mean, you even saw it on Wyndham Clark's tee shot on eighteen. He hit a he hit a banana. I mean, yeah. it was it started out left uh, left side of the fairway and a huge slice, and it was still yeah. in the fairway. And even when he hit it, where's that? You could hear him say, Where, "Where'd that go?" or something like that. And yeah. well, it went in the fairway. And to me, that's that was a bad shot, and it, he shouldn't have been in the fairway at a U.S. Open. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Those were you know a couple of holes were were wide, but the, the their defense was the the where they were putting the, the hole locations. You know, and you just couldn't you couldn't get to them uh, or hold the hold the green, so you're having a tough putt. So adding in the rough, that would have. Uh, so I think it made it a little more fair, I guess, to give him you know a little more room to to uh, hit it off the tee. But but overall, I think it was fine set up. How are things going with you and the family? You got a shooter, right? Yeah, yeah. Sam uh, plays over CAC for for Coach Hall, Coach Bonner. They're great. Uh, uh, we're looking for a good a good run. We got beat by. Uh, uh, Dumas and overtime, which I thought they were going to go on to win, but they got beat. Uh, but we, we, uh, yeah, Sam, he's probably in the gym right now. If I knew any better, but uh, shooting, but we've got uh, we've got a good a good team. It's going to be a fun season. Can't wait. We're actually I'm about to head Thursday. Uh, got to go up to Fayetteville to move my daughter into another place. She's she's a uh, at school there, and um, and then we're heading over to Oklahoma City for a AAU basketball with Sam. So. Got a lot going on. Is he going to be a junior? He'll be a senior. Senior? Yeah, it said senior pictures. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was a – it's a, yeah, a lot of first or, or, you know, the last, I guess what I'm saying, that was the, the last. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy this year. Absolutely. We're looking forward to it for sure. Thank you for having us out here. Yeah, we we, we sort of enjoy having the coaches out every year. So uh, we'll put uh, – we'll make sure everybody stays hydrated today too. Like uh, the old two-a-days, we'll make sure there's plenty of water out there. A lot of drinks out on the course. They'll they'll uh, suck it down. Absolutely. We did it yesterday out at the uh, Arkansas Sports yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah, golf how was tournament. it? Uh, I, you know, it's, I, I don't complain about playing golf yeah. in the heat because I could be working in the heat. Yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm golfing. And you're in a golf cart. You're in the yeah. shade. You seek the shade a lot out there. We, we did. We, one time we took a ball that was a little shorter but in the shade than going walking out, and it was carts on path yesterday oh, instead yeah. of walking all the way out into the fairway in the sun yeah that's uh, a good good move there we are i can make it official right now we're 90 degrees with the carts today awesome which is great after the rain we had so it yes. up well so the, the coaches will love it that's great news <laughs> all right Kerry, <laughs> thank you yeah thanks for having thank us. you for having me on all Appreciate right we'll, you. we'll t- take a break when we come back we'll wrap up hour number one stick around you're in the zone
is. It's Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's Taco Tuesday at Brewski's. $1.50 street tacos, $5 signature 22-ounce margaritas, $3 Jose shots, and trivia at 7 p.m. Taco Tuesday at Brewski's. It's Justin Acri for Certipro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, Certipro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at Certipro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. Guadney Chevrolet has redeployed. Deal Team 6. These guys didn't retire. They reloaded and declared it Truck Month without GM's blessing. Bite the bullet and get up to 7500 off select Silverados in stock with eligible trade. Trading a 2009 or newer? Stack the rebate. As high as 4250 on 2023 Silverado. Upgrade your family's personnel carrier to a 2023 Equinox with 2000 off in stock units. Why shop a mine? field of questionable used cars. Browse a huge selection of pristine pre-owned with Guadney's Deal Team 6 today. Guadney Chevrolet, the top gun of Arkansas's Chevy dealers. Coming from Little Rock? Avoid any traffic or construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main, then left on Bailey. To our front door, 1301 TP Drive. Call 501-982-2102. GuadneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offered with proof credit. See dealer for details. Hi, I'm Arkansas Attorney Stan Miller with Pinnacle Global. If you're an Arkansas business owner or nonprofit, call us to see if you qualify for the employee retention tax credit. I'm an Arkansas business owner just like you. I partnered with local qualified CPAs, and we provide a detailed legal opinion for each ERTC client. Let us help you get the money you deserve. Visit us at pgwealthconsulting.com or call us 501-352-9497. That's 501-352-9497. Tune in each weekday morning from 6 to 10 for Morning Mayhem with David Basil, Roger Scott, Justin Moore from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studios. Like Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort on Facebook and stay up to date with news and special promotions. Cobra Commander, I figured out when to attack G.I. Joe. What's your new idea, Destro? We attack Saturday at 9 a.m. They'll all be listening to Guatney Unplugged at 103.7 The Buzz. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call it a comeback. Back at Mall Mail Country Club, West Four. Glad you're with us. 661-1037. We can take some calls this segment. I'm going to hit the text line also. Um, coming up at the top of the hour, I think we'll have the red-white report. Pat Bradley will join us. Um, we're going to talk some golf. Ask Wes. Let's see here. Text line. Twin brother hollering at him yet. Don't know what you're talking about. Uh, oh, you're talking about Justin? Ask Wes if he misses his twin brother hollering at him yet. I guess he's talking about Justin. No one's ever confused us as being twins, though. Uh, little brother? Yeah. No, no. I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I miss him. Um, let's see here. Where did Malik Hornsby end up? Malik went to Texas State University, went through spring practice, and uh, I guess reading the tea leaves, it wasn't a great spring practice for him because they went in and got a former Auburn quarterback to transfer in. And so now there's going to be a competition um, with uh, those guys in the fall to be the starting quarterback at Texas State. My alma mater. Hey, Wes, do you remember the name of the cream that Dr. O'Malley said was good for inflammation last week? Need for my wife's hands. I do not. Remember that, Christian? Do you remember? It was a it was a tough name to remember. 
I can't say I do. Anything on life and feedback? No, nothing. Nothing for us. Okay. No calls? No calls. Right. I don't want to ignore anybody. So we're good? We are good. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to talk some foot, high school football here in just a second. Let me tell you about our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney's got some great deals right now. They, uh, As always, you know, when you go out to the Gregory Street and the exit in Jacksonville, they're going to take care of you. Deal Team 6 is back, and they've got all kinds of rebates, discounts, finance offers on all the new vehicles in stock. For example, you can get $7,500 off Silverado's in stock with a 2009 or newer trade-in. You also uh, can get $2,000 off in-stock 2023 Equinox, plus rates on everything. New in-stock as low as 6.99% financing. Uh, you can get 5.9% financing for 72 months on Silverados when financing through a GM and well-qualified buyers. So go to the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. Take a look at all the deals. And then you can head to the Gregory Street exit and see our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. All right, let's uh, talk a little bit about some things that are happening at at Glen Rose High School. Pop you up right there, Coach. Welcome to the show, Mark Keener, joining us now. I, that, Stephen didn't have to leave. I mean, he's he's the actually, guy now, yes, right? Sir. He's in charge. I he's the, Stephen. Come on over here. Yes, this is. Uh, I want to hear about this and how this thing is going to work. So, uh, for everybody listening, you uh, you. Uh, re- you stepped down from coaching, but now you're you're, you're kind of the big boss. At yeah, it's just the AD title. Uh, if they need some help here and there, which they don't, but I, I kind of still say a few things here and there. But no, they they've got it. It's Stevens' gig to to run with now, and that's why I told him this is your turn now, Bub. <laughs> all right, Stevens jumping on here now. And hey, first of all, congratulations on uh, being the head coach at Glen Rose. Thank you, thank you. I'm excited. This it's been fun so far for sure. So is it? Awkward having your dad as the the AD, the boss. Not really. No, it's kind of like having him around all 31 years of my life. You know, it's uh, it's it's been a blessing for sure. Just uh, having him in the building still, day in and day out, uh, to bounce things off of. Uh, you know, he's been been doing it so long now, and you know, it's n- nothing but positives when, when you got guys like that in the room that you can bounce ideas off of, and you run into something that you hadn't, you know, dealt with before. It's great to have those guys in the room with you. When did you know you wanted? What age were you when you knew you wanted to be a football coach? Uh pretty much when that became daycare for me. So probably around you know time to remember anywhere five, six year old, six years old. You know when you can start remembering those days and going up there and running around the field house and being out on the field and filling up water coolers and all that. So, Stephen Keener, Mark Keener with us. Coach, when did you know that your son one day was going to be a, a, a coach? Yeah, early. But the funny story is, is when we finished, I wasn't for sure I wanted him to go through what we do. So he actually has a business finance degree. So we went to OBU. I said, you're not going to coach. We'll get you into coaching later if that's what it takes. But uh, So he went three or four years with uh, doing something other than coaching. was miserable. And uh, Darrell Ellis, my assistant, said, man, I told you, you can't keep him out of it, man. If it's in his blood, it's in his blood. And it was. And, and we got him in shortly after that. Billy Elmore hired him at West Memphis. And then we plucked him after three years up there and doing a great job for us. It was probably good for him to go outside. And, and work and, and realize it'll probably pay off in the long run for him. Yeah, just to figure out. I mean, you can't keep people from what they want to do. I mean, if it's what they want to do, you know, coaching is tough. It's tough on all of us, the, the hours. There's not many uh, good things that happen to them. But at the end of the day, if you're born to coach, you're born to coach. There's nothing you can do about it. Stephen, uh, what, how, how miserable were you not coaching? <laughs> oh, it was rough. It was rough, definitely. Yeah. Uh, sitting behind a desk for eight hours a day and, you know, it's, it's – we got our feet wet for sure, but it definitely, you know, like you said, coaching is a calling. Uh, you know, you know if you're supposed to do it, kind of like preaching. You just know if you're supposed to do it or not. Um, and I was definitely supposed to do that, so I'm grateful to be back. Are you changing things up? Out with the old, in with the new. No, not really. Not that no. I'm calling you old. No, sir. I get it. I get <laughs> it. No, not really at all. There's, a, you know, there's been a recipe of success there between, uh, you know, when Billy Elmore started there, and then when he took over shortly after. Uh, those guys, you know, they've had they've had the recipe for about 30 years now, and uh, you know, when, when something like that is successful over the years, you know, there's no need to change anything. You try to come in and uh, do the same thing they've been doing, try to do it the best of my ability, and try to keep what the, you know what those guys have started. What do you have this year? Oh, uh, we're gonna have eight and nine back on both sides. 
So uh, we got a we got a really good group coming back. Fortunately, you know, for year one, so that's <laughs> that's a good thing. Uh, a lot of guys that have been in the fire, been under the lights early. Uh, a lot of three-way, uh, three-year starters coming back, so that, that'll help for sure. Uh, was that on purpose? I mean, you set him up. <laughs> that had to be, I mean, tough for you because well, you're like, look at what I got coming back. Maybe yeah. I can go out with the bang. Yeah. Uh, I knew when I got transitioned that I had a really good group of seniors to do it there first year under, and I, uh, him being obviously flesh and blood, I wanted that for him as well too. Uh, and it just worked out with our school board and superintendent that they were they were you know excited enough to give him the head coaching job, so it was easy for me to step aside and let him have it. Well, what are you going to do on Friday nights? Well, I don't know yet. Probably be in the press box just for the uh, old crap moments. Uh, you know, you always can be on a headset and just, just watch, and you never know when something comes up. And uh, I can at least be a stable voice instead of a psychotic voice sometimes that I chose <laughs> to have on Friday. <laughs> How do you envision Friday nights now? Uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be a learning curve like everything else. Uh, we're, you know, we were unfortunate enough to not be able to uh, hire back a full staff so thankfully again him being on campus you know with ad role i'm gonna put him up in the press box in a headset just to try to try to fill that void that we weren't able to hire back and uh, that's going to be huge for us as well uh just having his years of experience up there overseeing everything and you know once again the old crap moments you you gotta be able to deal with them when they hit and they're gonna hit so um uh, We'll we'll keep everything you know for the most part a little bit of turnover on staff, uh, but sideline you know coaching staff room is going to be great. Sideline is going to be great, uh, and then having him up top is just going to you know benefit that even more. So have you envisioned that Friday night played it out in your head yet that first uh, night when you're the head coach? I th- I think about it quite a bit. Uh, you know, try not to try not to worry about it too much. We just go day to day and uh, try to continue the same process we've been doing. Uh, you can try not to think about it as much as you can, but you know, first time you step out there and they kick it off, it's going to be different. You know, uh, same thing when I started calling plays. You know, on offense. You know, uh, that's one thing Billy Elmore did say. He said it's all fun and games until that first play comes around. They're all staring at you from from the field, <laughs> waiting on that call. And uh, it was, it was. You know, you you know, split second. You know, you deal with it, and then you, you just roll. You know, when you just get into it, get in the game, and you know, try to move the chains. And that's be the same thing here. Uh, we'll snap the ball, and uh, you know, this time we'll we'll try to win it when the clock is zero. So. Stephen Keener and Mark Keener with us. Coach, it's been a crazy year, uh, the transition in high school football. We've seen some names move before, but I don't know. Maybe this offseason was the craziest. Yeah, and getting jump-started late like it did, too, which added even more fuel to the fire with the, the Learns Act and all that mass. Schools didn't really know what they wanted to do. So, I mean, you had head coaches, you know, jumping ship at the beginning of the summer. So, uh, never heard of that before, but... Uh, Football is what it is. We'll just deal with it and roll on. Guys, thank you. Congratulations thank you on your much. new roles. Yes, Mark Keener, Stephen Keener, Glenn Rose with us in thank the zone. Stick us. around. Hour number two next. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over. Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The result of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save